Your son, he's gone. He was weak and foolish, like his father. So I destroyed him. Chimo,你在哪里学跳舞的？美国电影。总有一天我会去美国。你可以去吗？当然。听说你要去美国是真的。我有一个女儿叫珍珍，我们一直在帮她物色一个可靠的对象。Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weak and Foolish Movie Podcast. My name is Mike Tang, and with me is... Job Eng. In this episode, we will be discussing the new Netflix film Tiger Tail by Emmy Award-winning writer and first-time director Alan Yang. His name may not be familiar, but his work should ring a bell. Parks and Recreation, The Good Place and Master of None, among others. For those of you tuning in for the first time, each of our podcast episodes begins with a non-spoiler section of the movie where we describe our thoughts on the film without revealing any specific plot details. This section is then followed by a spoiler discussion where we delve into all aspects of the film. So you must be wondering why Tiger Tail? Uh, everyone right now is talking about Tiger King. So uh, what is this little <laughs> movie on Netflix called Tiger Tail? Uh, well, uh, several reasons why we want to talk about Tiger Tail. Uh, for one, it's another Asian-American film. Uh, as Asian-Americans, Job and I, we love seeing more representation in American cinema uh, with Asians, Asian-Americans. Uh, it's specifically a Taiwanese-American Amer- uh, immigration slash romance story. So for me personally, it hits home as a Taiwanese-American. And um, I think another reason is because it's it's tackling a story that uh, really resonates with both of us uh, personally uh, because we both have parents who immigrated from Asia to the United States. And the trailer looked amazing, uh, the trailer that was released by Netflix about a month ago. And it just floored me by how beautiful it looked and uh, the story that it was trying to tell. So, Job, why don't you start us off? What are your non-spoiler thoughts on Tiger Tail? Yeah, so uh, I thought I thought Tiger Tail was a very charming movie. I enjoyed the look and feel of it, um, the time when it took place, which was 1950s Taiwan, um, and I appreciated the filmic look. Uh, shout out to our previous episode um, oh, that yeah. Alan Yang applied to the whole. Oh yeah, to the whole proceedings. Um, it seemed uh, to me. I think it was digital that was made to look filmic but it was pretty close it was a great facsimile in my opinion it it evoked the feeling that i i look for in a filmic picture um but enough about the uh, picture quality i think um that this movie was while it was charming it was a little uneven in what it was trying to achieve i think that alan yang's goals while there are many of them um the the main goal he had for this movie was to kind of create a mood board um in a way and for those who are unfamiliar with mood boards that's a design slang i suppose for just 
posting up inspiration on a on a board um that could be pinterest or whatever anyway that's what this movie felt like to me it felt like a mood board of emotions and vignettes and pictures of what life was like in taiwan and what it's like for someone from the east to immigrate or emigrate to the west um you do feel the passage of time in this movie you feel the nearness of childhood but also um you feel a lot of the emotions of leaving home um, for a new world or new opportunity and then also like the idea that the dreams you had were crashing down anyway that i don't want to go too deep into the spoilers or the story of it but um he really works hard to get you into the headspace and the mind of his characters and i don't think it quite works in every instance i i think that some of the proceedings in this movie become overly melodramatic and there's some moments that feel a little convenient or um, made us take a logical leap too far. Um, so it wasn't like the greatest film in terms of cohesiveness to story. But if the goal was to present a vignette and like a, a, a mood or like an emotional landscape for the viewer, I think he did a good job. Awesome. Uh, I uh, So actually, on the note of uh, film and digital, actually, it was shot on film. The uh, oh, All the was. scenes... Yeah, all the scenes in Taiwan and New York City in the, in the past, uh, those were all shot in 16mm. Well, actually, in Taiwan, it was 16mm film. And I, I actually oh, thought, shoot. like, from the opening sequence, I was like, this, this is for sure shot on film, just because of how fuzzy the uh, image looked. And how grainy yeah. it was. Um, to me, it, it didn't look artificial to me. Uh, like a movie like *Knives Out* looks like it was like maybe color graded to look like film uh, because mm. the image quality is still very sharp. You know what I mean? Uh, but but in this film is like you know it, it didn't it didn't look as uh, as razor razor sharp as like something like *Knives Out* or even the present day scenes uh, in this movie. It switches back and forth between two different timelines. Yes. Uh, so yes. uh, some of the scenes take place in present day New York, and uh, those are crisp and clear, and uh, those right. and obviously shot on digital. So I think the contrast between the two was was pretty big. And even I think even the film, I was thinking like I don't think this is thirty five millimeter. I think this is low. It's like smaller, uh, sixteen millimeter, because of just how yep. uh, how unfocused it looked. You know, but it, you know it's. It's beautiful, like you said. I think that's a great way to describe it. Uh, the way you said it was, you know, it looks like a mood board, and I, I think he just he love. I'm pretty sure this guy loves Wong Kar Wai because uh, there's a lot of scenes that reminded me of Wong Kar Wai. The colors, the neon colors, uh, the blues, and, and the yellows, and, and the oranges. Um, so um, I think the aesthetic. I totally agree with you. Uh, it's just top notch. Like I love the way the movie looked, and I love how it switched back and forth between uh, two, the two mediums. I think it's just really funny that you know our last episode we just talked about the differences between shooting a movie on film versus <laughs> digital, and we we didn't know that Tiger Tail was gonna uh, was like done in this way. You know, so I, you know this funny coincidence. Um, yeah. I think it's also what. Sorry, were you gonna say something? No, I was just agreeing with you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think it's I think it's great that uh, to hear the Taiwanese language spoken in an American film. I don't know if that has been uh, done before in the past. Um, uh, 
it's also great. To, uh, I, I think the daughter character played by Christine Coe, I thought she did an excellent job. I, um, and uh, the main character uh, in the present day, uh, the dad played by uh, Tai Ma. His name is print, spelled T-Z-I Ma. Uh, I always thought it was Zi Ma, but uh, it's actually pronounced yeah. Tai Ma. Oh, basically, he's fun. He, yeah, I didn't know that either until I kind of looked him up uh, after watching this movie. Because, like, you know, you've seen him in a lot of movies before, right? Rush Hour, The Farewell. Uh, he was in 24. But anyways, he's finally in a leading role. And I think he, he carries the film in a lot of ways, emotionally. He has he, he just has this gravitas about him that I really like. Um, and I think it's, it's great that he has, like, a leading role to kind of shine and, and show kind of his acting chops. Um, but unfortunately for me, that's where the positives of the movie ended. Uh, I was really looking forward to it, and unfortunately, I, I kind of was disappointed in what we got. Um, I think the problem that I have with this movie is the same problem I had with a movie like... I mean, this is the, what I first thought. I, mean, I know it's not an exactly exact comparison, but uh, it reminded me of how I felt with Moonlight. Um I felt nothing for the central romance. Like there were no moments where I thought this relationship earned my affection as an audience member. Uh, I felt like they did a lot of telling and not enough showing. Like we're in scenes that show that they're like quote unquote in love, but you know all they're doing is just kissing and making jokes that are only funny to the characters and not us. You know I don't know why she loves him. I don't know why he loves her. They show us something very brief when they're uh, kids and then it kind of jumps 20 years ahead. And I think that's, that's my main problem. That's another big problem that I have with the movie is that it's 90 minutes long, but it tries to cover a huge scope of topics. Like it's not only about uh, immigration. It's also about unrequited love. It's about generational and cultural clashes clashes. And um, I just feel like it skipped over a lot and instead it just it's a movie that gives us snapshots of a guy's life and we're kind of left to fill in a lot of blanks kind of like in Batman v Superman <laughs> not not a very good comparison <laughs> like uh, but you know that movie had a ton of plot holes and uh I mean the theatrical version right cuz because a lot of stuff was cut out of the theatrical version of that movie and I, I'm kind of left wondering: Was there a lot of? Was this a longer movie? Because I know that I read that Alan Yang wrote a much longer film. It, like uh, it was like a 200 plus page script, and they had to tr- kind of trim it Whoa. down. Yeah, so um, I, I just feel like he probably had much more story to tell, and uh, the actual movie, I don't think he had got to tell that story in its you know entirety. So I think in the end, um, I, I feel like the movie should have been at least one hour longer to fill in those details. Or maybe it should have been broken up into multiple installments, like episodes, like a limited series. I think, you know, Alan Yang is a wonderfully talented writer. We've seen his stuff. You know, they're extremely popular. He's won an Emmy for it. Uh, but I feel like also in this movie, his because this is his first time as a, as a director, I think, um, I, I think his skills as a director see, here seem kind of fresh. Um, the way that certain dialogue scenes are shot and framed, they looked more like TV to me than a movie. Uh, there's some full body shots of the actors where they're talking to each other and we see them head to toe and they look very stiff and stilted. Like their hands are stand or, you know, to their sides, but they still talk. Uh, just mm. like, I don't know why you would shoot a scene like that. Like you, you know, wouldn't you want to 
have at least a medium shot or closer, you know, uh, to emphasize the drama or the emotions. Uh, I'm not, I'm not like a a director by any means, you know, I just make movies with my friends. So, you know, I I don't know. I don't know what his reasonings were for that. I just personally thought it looked a little bit uh, weird the way it was framed. And, you know, as great of a writer as Alan Yang is, you know, I, I feel like some of the dialogue was a little bit cringy, to be honest. Like, it didn't feel like it was written by someone like Alan Yang. Um, there was very little humor in the movie, uh, which I thought was surprising. I thought it was going to be a little bit more like The Farewell, uh, wh- you know, which was funny, but also had extremely dramatic elements. Uh, and I thought I was expecting humor because, uh, you know, it's written by a guy who's written a lot of comedy shows. But, you know, it's a pretty serious and dry movie. And I mean, even the banter between the characters uh, in this supposed romance, right? Like, I don't, I didn't find it particularly funny. So... Yeah, kind of hard. It was kind of hard for me to root for them because I just, you know, I wasn't really invested. And really, the entire movie, I wasn't really invested in it. Like, uh, and I think by the end of the movie, it wants you to feel certain things. It's going for certain emotions. And, you know, I'm just, for me, I was just looking at very pretty images with very talented actors in it. Um, yeah, those are my thoughts. Um, I don't know. What did you kind of feel uh, like? I mean, it seems like you were a little bit more positive on the movie. Are you, I don't know, do, do you kind of see some of the, my points or do you agree or disagree? No, yeah, I, I I pretty much agree with a lot of it. Although I will say I I actually really liked the two characters when they were young. And I, but I agree in the fact that we didn't get enough of them. I I, I thought they, the, the starting point of it um of their story was really was really charming and lovable and i really for i i think it's it could be because that's like the main marketing shot of this movie in the trailers but i love when they were dancing in the in the cafe or uh, in the evening um when we first see them and i i just was like wow they are so they're so cute together but um that was kind of it they had they had the scene where they went to dinner Oh, are we going in the spoilers? I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's just hop uh, into spoilers. We, yeah, yeah. Why don't we just... Uh, I'll bleep that out, okay? And then uh, yeah. why don't we just go into spoilers <laughs> right now, just so that we can talk the okay. movie, talk about the movie a little bit more freely. Okay, spoilers starting right now. No, no, you're still holding on! Let go! All right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that dinner scene uh, between... Yeah. Um, so his name is uh, Pinjoy and uh, Yuren. Yuren, Yes. So Pinjue and Yuren, I I loved I loved that scene because I I thought wow they're they're so funny like I I I kind of want to be like them in that they're so carefree and um, enjoying each other's company. It just made me feel like I I really felt that they were in love. I I, I don't agree with you on that, Mike. I actually found them to be really interesting and charming, but what fails for me is that that was it like we got such a small taste of it and i was like dude there was so much potential here if they just lingered like you said if we if we just had a little more or a lot more runtime in this movie if they spent another 15 minutes of runtime with them living together or like loving each other in taiwan i think the emotional stakes would have gone so much higher and when Pinjue Pinjue decides to Pin, yeah mm-hmm. yeah Pinjue d- 
decides to go in a different direction, that would make that heartbreak so much more real to to us as the viewer. I, I feel like we were robbed of that emotional heartbreak because we didn't get enough. We just didn't get enough. Um, but I liked where it was going, and I think that's where we differ. Um, mm. Is I thought they I thought they had a lot of potential, and it was more heartbreaking that we didn't get enough. Although I was I was thinking about this the night I watched it, but um, could all of that have been on purpose? Like the way they edited and cut the sequences, could it be that they were trying to evoke um, a sense of loss in us, like a lot lost potential, lost like we lost that time with them because of this rash decision he made to just take take the money and run to America. You know, um, it just uh, I mean, it just feels like mm, subpar storytelling. I, mm. I don't like if that was their deliberate decision. I don't think it worked for me as yeah. as like a viewer, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, they're, they're free to make they're free to make choices like that. But uh, in ter- I think just from he- seeing other people's responses to the movie, I think I think there is a consensus um, that the, you know everyone kind of wanted a little bit more from the movie than mm-hmm. what it gave us. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I mean, let's circle back to the uh, er, the romance. I think maybe what I needed, okay, in any romantic story, I need a I need number one, I need a meet, a meet cute. Do you know what that, do you know about that term? A what? A uh, meet cute, M E E T C U T E. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. It, it's it's like in really in every like great romantic uh, comedy or romance film. There's a meet cute, like when the boy meets the girl, uh, they have this moment, like this mm. cute moment together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie literally is them as kids. Pindry sees Gren, they they share it with each other's names, and they go running off together. You know, there what wasn't was a, like a, a cute, yeah. yeah, there wasn't like a cute moment where maybe like she saved him from like some bullies or something, or stood up for him, or I, I don't know, like he tried to like uh, he took. He took something that's that was hers by accident, and they, they they got off at the wrong foot. But then they you know eventually learned how to you know uh, get along with each other. I don't know, like you know things like it's just little little plot details like that that I think would have really serviced the the uh, characters' relationships. Like, but you know it, yeah. it's just it seemed like it was just trying to take shortcuts in this relationship that uh, I don't know. It just it didn't it didn't work for me. Um, I kind of want to talk more about that restaurant scene okay because um yeah they're eating in, the, in this fancy restaurant and then there's a ra- waiter who's very rude to them and and then it just cuts to the end of their dinner and then he kind of whispers to yuan like hey you know they've been rude to us all night you know let's just get back at them let's just leave but i'm like literally the the waiter he took he took their order right he was kind of made he kind of made one rude comment or gesture and that was it and we didn't mm. see how rude he was uh for the rest of the evening right like we only, we're only told that yeah. and so i, I kind of felt like that was unfair uh like or maybe you know in the end like <clears throat> if you <throat> want to talk about maybe class differences right uh Pindry is very poor yuan is supposedly wealthy like we should have seen that right we should have seen her home 
or uh, we should have seen how the waiter treated Pindri over Yuan. Maybe because Yuan is wearing nicer clothes than he is. Right? He's wearing a white t-shirt and like slacks. You know, he looks like he just came out of work from uh, the factory. So um, I, th- I think that scene needed more. And I think that's that's basically what I was feeling the entire movie. I'm like, I needed more than just what it was giving us. But also, second of all, the scene in the restaurant where they run out uh, and they kind of don't they don't pay for the bill it feels so cliche like i was surprised that that trope was even used because it's you know been done so many times before uh you know i haven't seen that trope in a i haven't seen that in a while in a movie because like you know we've seen it it's been beaten down into the ground <laughs> so uh you know i, I you know that's you know that's another thing that i think um really bothered me about the film uh yeah. let's talk about Pinjui's boss sending him to America with uh, his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, did you left, did you have a left. problem with that? Dude, I I didn't get it. I was kind of like, wait, what? Uh, it, first of all, first of all, Pinjui, he it's shown. I think to that point, all we had seen was he saved his mom from. Or was that out after? I Maybe we were shown even less. We were just shown he works there. He's eating a sandwich. Hey, you seem reliable. Like, you want to marry my daughter? And it's like, what? Like, wh- <laughs> where did that only, come from? Hey, not, not, only, not only marry my daughter, but go to America with my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And take my money, too, to, to, to fly to America. Like, because. Yeah. This, this would never happen. Yeah, right. This would never happen in America, no. and it would definitely never happen in Asia. Asia is no. all about the class differences and like hierarchy, <laughs> right? Uh, why would a or, factory boss like pair up, up his his daughter with one of the with serfs? One of his like, workers who's <laughs> just powering his wealth. Yeah, and and then also, is it because she's so plain, or is it because I don't know, like? What what was the reason why she couldn't get anyone else? You know, um, right? Yeah, we don't we don't we don't get that. We either don't know anything about her. In fact, we don't know anything about her. Even when he flies off to America with her, and they're looking at their new living space, I still don't know what she's about. Yes. I still don't know what she's thinking. Yeah. Is she happy? Does she like him? We have no idea. Mm-hmm. Was she nervous at right. their first date? Is that the reason she wasn't talking? Yeah. Or is she, or maybe she doesn't speak. Is she mute? We don't know anything. Uh, like, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned the first date between um, is Pinjui and then yeah, the daughter Zen of the Zen. boss. Her name is Zenzen, right? Yeah. She that scene is like, like, it's like they they okay. This girl and this guy cannot connect with each other. Okay, we'll just have her be super awkward and not talk. Like that's the worst way to kind of you know convey that that there's no connection between these characters, right? Like, yeah. Give us anything but that, right? That that's like that's like the base level, like you know, of, of writing. I feel like you you have to play up their differences more. Maybe she has she's into different things that he's he doesn't even know about, or he has no interest in. Maybe earlier in the film he he expresses like his distaste for this thing that she actually has a lot of pleasure in, takes a lot of pleasure in. You know, I don't I don't know what, but yeah. you know, like you could have thought of something else to kind of play up the divide between these two characters, but. She just seemed really awkward and not interested in talking. 
Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like, like this is a movie, man. We need more. This is a narrative film. It's not a documentary. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I kind of wish she had something, you know, like maybe, maybe she was aloof. It's like, why would I be interested in you? You're like a lower class worker yeah, in right. my father's factory. Why do I even care about you? Instead, we get this ambiguous, like, is she nervous? Does she think he's attractive? Does she, like, does she not speak? Is she uneducated? <laughs> is she, you know, like, there was nothing there. I wish she had something. Maybe she was, like, maybe she wasn't shy. I wanted to see a little more of that sh- nervous energy. Instead, she was just standing there, like, or sitting there. I mean, she wasn't even standing. She was just sitting there right, the whole time. Right. And then, and then... When she gets to America, I'm sorry, I, I keep ranting. When she gets to America, she suddenly, like, develops a sense of agency. Like, she wants things her way. Like, we could have found that out sooner. You know, like, when she meets the yeah. other Chinese-speaking lady in, is it yeah. New York? It's New York, right? Yeah, New York. Yeah. yeah. And and then suddenly she's like, I have a friend. And, like, he doesn't even talk to me. I don't even know what it why didn't you bring why didn't we see any of that in this relationship that they were building up like there's right. nothing there to like i had nothing to latch onto. it was like trying to grab like a whale you know like <laughs> i was like constantly slipping off the side of it because so slick yeah, there's it, like, it, nothing it, to hold on to yeah, it's one slippery movie, man, and you're kind of just we're, as an audience member, we're just like we're drowning in the ocean. Like, help us, yes, give help. us, give us something. We're awkward. Give us like a little like. <laughs> um, all right. Here, here's where I think maybe the movie could have, uh, if I were to kind of like take a stab at rewriting this. Uh, I'm not saying I could do a better job, but these are just some thoughts. Like, maybe, the, maybe it would have made it better for me. Like, I think it should have been Pindri's mom who wants to send her son to America. And together, mm. they save up all the money they earn in Taiwan to send him out there. So that when he goes to America, it's like a huge struggle. Because now, because, like, that's the goal, right? Hey, America, like, once we get there, it's like going to heaven, right? But then when he finally gets there, it's it's just, it's, argu- it's hard. You're starting at the bottom. You're starting with zero. And you have to work your way up you have to work your way to build yourself up in, in this foreign country where you don't even speak the language um now he has to live up to his mother's efforts and i feel like this is the immigration story right like that yeah. that's that's what our parents went through they came here and there was struggle like uh the struggle was not with someone that you were set up with you know that you don't love uh, i feel like the struggle is trying to acclimate to this new country and trying to live up to those expectations of the people who sent you here. You mm-hmm. know, um, I, that's the story that I kind of wanted to see. And that, I think that would have set up more stakes. Cause you know, in the movie, he calls his mom and says, Hey, uh, let's move you out here. He's like, I didn't even want to go out there. You, you went out there. And he's like, what? Oh, but yeah. I came out here. And it's just kind of, <laughs> it just seems kind of silly. Now it's like, Oh, now I'm stuck in America with yeah. uh, Zen Zen. Who I don't even <laughs> like. This guy, this guy doesn't seem very bright, you know, like you didn't, you seem to have a great relationship with your mom. Could you have like had one conversation and said, Hey mom, like, what do you think of this idea? I'm going to go to America. 
I don't really like this chick, but I'm doing it for you. You know, like, what do you yes. think? Yeah, th- we we didn't we didn't get a scene about that. You know, what what no. does his mom think? Right? And well, did she object to it? Was she for it? Why was she no. for it? Because she's losing her son. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is what I this is you know what I was referring to earlier, right? There's a lot of blanks in the movie that we have to fill in. Yeah. Uh, or, or you know, it's a, it's a huge slippery whale in the ocean, and we're <laughs> it's kind a of whale like just drowning. Yeah, I you know, I, I I came away with it with generally positive feelings, but it doesn't hold together under a more critical view. And I think that's the allure of of the visuals and the emotional beats of the movie is like it tries to lull you in and i'm sure this wasn't the intention but it tries to lull you into this sense of like emotional um melodrama like nostalgia um and expects you to kind of like float along with it like float off the whale's back you know and this whale is just like yeah. lo, 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 swimming along and it's like oh this thing will slip off eventually and i think we're like meant to kind of go along with the emotion of it without like explaining why we should care and i think like <clears throat> if if you were the characters of course you care right but we're not the characters we're the audience you have to kind of give us a reason to care with them and that's just not there. And and that carries over to Angela, too. The, the daughters, uh, you know, these two is people who don't even love each other eventually have a child. And we see that she's grown up and she feels the same sense of abandonment. But it's like, what? I don't get the connection that led to that point. I Like, this guy was a kind of a fun, loving guy. He would... He would dine and dash with his girl, you know. He 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 likes dancing. He likes records. He likes music. Um, but like when he's grown up and old, he's just kind of he doesn't speak at all. And like I just had a hard time believing these two characters were one. Like they were the same guy. Mm-hmm. And right. Like it was just the movie expects us to to just 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 go with it. I feel like that's what they're telling us the whole time just go with it like this is how it was he's he's old and sad now and his daughter's suffering the consequences which god bless the actor christine co right actress um yeah Mm -hmm. she did as good as she could with what she was given but some of the camera shots they lingered on her face too long and there was just this awkward moment where we're like uh uh, she's like sad but she's she's still sad Oh, oh, she's she's still sad, and then it finally mercifully cuts to her father, who is also sad, and is oh wait he's still sad. Oh, he's yeah. sad still. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Even that scene where she's like, uh, she, they met up at the burger shop or whatever. That's and she's right. Like kind of. She, yeah, she kind of she breaks down and and wants her dad to share and to express himself and to tell her, you know, or, or to like at least sympathize sympathize with her over, you know, uh, what what like the kind of the split that she just went through with her fiance. Uh, I don't know, like I I just because we don't know what happened to this guy, like that whole scene just felt, uh, it just felt so artificial, you know. Yeah. It didn't feel like. Natural. It was a little bit frustrating to watch. 
Yeah, I, I think also when she's, yeah, when she's like arguing with her dad about her fiance Eric, like uh, it, it just reminded me of that like Doctor Strange type of dialogue yes. with uh, you know yes. where, where they kind of just oh you know Stephen <laughs> Stephen we went to medical school and then we and we had our differences but <laughs> you know like it's just it felt we got like Stephen uh, again. Yeah, we got Doctor Strange again. <laughs> we got Doctor Strange again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I mean, okay, this is just a, a very minor gripe. Okay, but their accents change throughout the movie. Uh, yeah. Pingjui yeah. goes from a Taiwanese accent to like a Cantonese accent. Uh, the worst. Okay, the absolute worst was Yuan. Right, Yuan has such a Taiwanese accent. Uh, in the in the past, past the scenes in the past in Taiwan, yeah. But then when he meets up, when he meets up with Ren as like you know, in, in present day, she has a heavy mainland Chinese accent. <laughs> now you don't, you, that doesn't happen. Like when you move no. to America, like, your accent doesn't just switch to like another territory. Okay, it's, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like a British person. Uh, a British person moving. Okay, I was just trying to think of the analogy. Okay, like a British person moving. A British person moves to China, right, and lives there for twenty three years. American. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, that British person has an American accent. Like you can't. That doesn't. That's not how accents work, right? Uh, it's. I, I can understand if you like. If you're, uh, if you're uh, like you know Taiwanese and you move to mainland China and live there for like 20 30 years yeah i can mm. see your accent changing because like you're speaking still speaking the same language mandarin yeah. right yeah but but dude you're, you're moving to america man like your accent like my parents accents they've stayed the same in the last 30 years you <laughs> maybe know, sure she married a mainlander too. you know maybe she married a mainlander you don't know who knows yeah uh sure that's possible but i mean do you really start does your accent really start to change to sound like more like your partner? Your accent. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the way you, that you talk. I'm talking about your your like no ac- your language accent. No, yeah, it, it I shouldn't. I don't know. It's yeah. it's it's not as likely. So it's just a little detail. I know it's really hard to find good you know actors with screen presence. You know who speak Mandarin, right? And you know so I I understand it's, it's hard to find people with find consistent accents i think they would rather have a better yeah. performance well um, isn't the anyways, one who played a... isn't the one who played older Yuren like a famous actress like famous yeah Chinese joan chen actress. she's she's been in a lot of stuff uh, yeah. before i didn't know if she actually speaks mandarin because uh, in all her movies she she speaks uh english oh and, okay. and quite well yeah huh um what did you think you of know, that uh, scene you know, that they brought her back with like where they got lunch after meeting up on facebook i thought it was good like it kind of uh, made me feel sad for pinjui because he never got to like they mm-hmm. she's moved you know obviously it's like 20 like 30 plus years later right yeah mm-hmm. so like obviously like she's settled down she has a kid like even though his marriage didn't work out i think maybe he was hoping that she would uh she'd be, be available and yeah. they could recant, yeah. But you know, I think in that scene, he just watches her leave, and he's just like, you know, that's it, that's it, you know. But even then, uh, like they of... they reconnected on Facebook, right? 
and they seem yeah. to have shared a lot about each other's lives. Could right. he not have found out that she was married by that point? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And also, she have like she's like, oh yeah, so you have kids? And he's like, yeah, my oldest is this. And then she goes like, and what about Angela? <laughs> it's like, wait, how does she know about his, his daughter's name? Oh, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, it makes me feel like I think they had a lot of movie that that, that was still there that they had to cut for some reason. I mm-hmm. That's the only way I can explain it. Release the Alan Yang cut. Let's oh, start gosh. this uh, let's Release start it. this campaign. Yes. I know. Netflix, just do it. You have nothing to lose. Release the Yang cut. We're all cut. in quarantine anyways. <laughs> yeah, we 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 could do with the extra 10 minutes that you cut, you know? We I'm okay with it. Dude, Ten, I feel like an hour was cut out for this movie. <laughs> Wasn't the runtime an hour and ten minutes? I don't think it even. No, was it was ninety. Feature... Oh, 90. Okay. It was okay. It was ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. man. So is, right. is our uh, general? Well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just wanted to ask if is there are there any other thoughts that you have uh, oh, before yeah. we we end this discussion. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just gonna say. It seems like our general consensus is it. It was a lot of disparate parts that could have been something, but ended up being nothing. Or yeah. was it just uh, not yeah, a great? Definitely. Like I felt like the bones of a good movie were in there somewhere. Um, yeah, for sure. Potentially a great one, even. Um, it just wasn't given the the space to breathe. I feel like. Yeah. And I, I can understand why they wouldn't want it, like why maybe the studio, Netflix, wouldn't want this movie to be any longer than 90 minutes because of the subject matter and how serious it is. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I think Netflix is all about analytics, right? Like, who's going to sit through mm-hmm. 90 minutes of, like, subtitles? You know, um, and that's why I feel, I feel like the movie should have been more funny. Uh, I think humor is something that is universal and i think that you know whether you're not an immigrant or you have parents or who are immigrants or you know like you you know you can laugh right and i think that pulls the viewer in and uh if it was funny if it was like a more humorous film i think you could have extended the the runtime longer Mm -hmm. but i think they wanted they wanted it trimmed down just because i don't think people would have lasted if it was like a longer film yeah. But, you know, just seeing seeing what we got, I think you uh it should have been longer. <laughs> it would have been cool if it was broken up into different episodes and then we just went in chronological order and we just see yeah. Pindri age over the years and he becomes this man who, you know, keeps to himself and doesn't express his emotions. You know, he used to be a young man who loved dancing, who loved who was in love and wanted and you know ran away from restaurants not paying for meals you know such a rebel to <laughs> like this this old hardened you know uh asian man who yeah. can't even talk to his daughter console his daughter over her her split up yeah uh i think that scene going back to taiwan and then seeing everything but now it's shot in digital so it's like super crisp and clear like that would that would have been so crazy to see if we had invested more time into yeah. this story yeah, I I I liked I liked that end sequence a bit, but um, at that point I was like, but I don't really care, you know, like 
but it, yeah. it was a great yeah. concept i loved that the idea that he's like all these years i've kept so much from you but now i, I i'm at the end of me and i should connect with you we are we're all we have left or you know something like that but there's they didn't they didn't earn what could have been a great end sequence it could have been up there with the end of in the mood for love no i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> <laughs> i well, felt like they were going into, for that he whispers though. into a hole in the wall yeah it felt like they oh, were shoot. going for something uh, like that yeah um i think it was maybe less symbolic uh or or me- less metaphorical yeah, I yeah, say, yeah, yeah yeah than uh in, yeah in, in in the mood for love fair enough all right uh that's it well um thank you yeah, thank you for listening to our podcast on uh, Tiger Tail. Uh, we, I think I would still recommend you check out the film if you have time. It, it, it's definitely, like, obviously from listening to us, like, it doesn't sound like, you know, the greatest film, but there are definitely a lot of great merits of the film that, that are very admirable. And I think for Alan Yang, for trying to tell this story, this immigration story, uh, definitely kudos to him. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a difficult task. And I think he definitely made a beautiful-looking film with a lot of great uh, things to uh, be proud of. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast, and uh, we'll see you all next time.